Feel like the everyday chaos is getting to be too much? Head on over to winninggym.com slash BAP and we can help you there. Join our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program for quick wins for your gym. Check it out. You deserve it. Now back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Exton. All right, welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, in studio, sunny Scottsdale, Arizona, with, with none other than the beacon of better Mitt Randy Angston, what's up, buddy? <laughs> How we doing? <laughs> Changing the, uh, I guess the the pace. You throw me off. I know. You put the wrong uh, emphasis on the wrong syllable. <laughs> <laughs> avocado is very good. Avocado. <laughs> fresh avocado. <laughs> what is that one? It's a fresh avocado. Oh, fresh. It's a little, I think it was a little kid or something, or it was a guy doing puns on, online. He's running around. He's like, fresh avocado. <laughs> <laughs> so silly. All right. Oh. So. Got her uh, pretty much sold out of the uh, yeah the automation workshop, so we're excited to rock and roll with that thing. So today is the wrap up for part four of the twenty must haves for twenty twenty for growth. If you don't have these things, you're going to limit your growth. So we got uh, five more to talk about today. But before we do that, let's talk about a couple of things. If you are listening to this podcast and you enjoy it. Yeah. We'd love a rating and review. We'd appreciate that on Apple iTunes. It seems to be the uh, heavy hitter, the gorilla of the podcast world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Also, if you're interested in booking a call, pfmarketingsolutions.com slash call. Happy to help. That'll go to uh, Randy. There's a quick form to have you fill out, get some details on your current state of your business, where you need help. And then we'll be able to uh, jump on a call and just rock and roll and see what we can do to help you. Yeah, let's do that. You that's wanna... that's the reason we're here. And obviously, we're still in the the early months of the year. Oh, plenty of time. Uh, yeah. Let's get on a call. Let's let's discuss these twenty different areas. Let's look at your business and see how we can help. Perfect. Okay, so let's dive into it. Not too long of a podcast today, but we're going to start off with number one. Okay, so technically, this is what number fifteen, sixteen. Oh yeah. 16. <laughs> Number 16. Okay. Do you have a retention strategy? Now we talk about retention as churn rate. You've heard these attrition. You've heard these kind of terms. It just means keeping your damn clients happy and keeping them paying you and not canceling their membership. Yeah. So the rule of thumb to try to keep your attrition under 3% each month on average, obviously you're going to have some months higher than lower, whatever. Uh, this is the members you have and keeping keeping them as members. Now, there's a couple of things you can do to like the strategy around it, but let's talk about first off, month to month memberships versus annual memberships, and how does that affect your retention? So, a while back, a friend of mine who's been in this industry for a long time has actually been on this podcast, Rick mm -hmm. Mayo, kind of switched his whole concept of not selling annual memberships. Yep. And his argument was, well, if somebody wants to cancel, we're probably going to go ahead and let them out anyway. Why should we even do them? And also his other side was that is month-to-month -month, uh, memberships are a lot easier to sell. So mm -hmm. I can put a, a lower-level salesperson in that role and not really worry about it because they can always sell one month. And, you know, there's two trains of thought. I personally, you know, as much as I like Rick, I don't agree with it. I mean, I, I think you should have 12-month agreements 
And you should also offer month to month as a backup plan. And the way we do it here is our best rate is always going to be the annual rate. But if you want to go month to month, no problem. It's 25% more, or you can go 20% more. And basically you're, you're buying the right to cancel at yep. any time. So yeah. I would agree with you personally. I think that if you, and again, there, I don't think there's a right versus a wrong. I think that this is just the way that, that I would be more comfortable doing it if it was my business as well, because I don't want the sales process being the focus. And I think that, you know, if you tie this, the agreement to the accountability factor, to the sale that has to take place and all of that, if you, if you take all of that into consideration, mm -hmm. if somebody's on a month to month, every single month, that person is going to weigh whether or not they want to continue. Are they getting the results every month? Do you need to resell this individual until into another package? And now I'm sure it's it's rolling over and it's EFT, yeah, it's but the conversation could be there. And what it comes down to is, I don't want to sell something that I don't really stand by or support. Is a single month of fitness a solution for nearly anybody? In my opinion, no. So it's a lot, yeah, it's a long term lifestyle. Exactly. Right? So yeah. so I think from the positioning, from the initial consultation, initial exposure to that individual all the way through to the renewals of their memberships. The belief is that this is a lifestyle. This is a long-term solution. This is something that is going to be ingrained in the rest of your life. So let's not make that a month-to-month -month situation. Let's just get it out of the way. Yep. You know, the understanding is this is a long-term relationship. Yeah. So let's just make that the understanding. Yeah. And I mean, the truth is we offer both and I yeah. think you should offer both, but I, I don't think you should not offer annual because it is a commitment. And when they're at the closing table or whatever you want to call it, the consultation, and they're making a decision, you want them to decide that this is a long-term commitment right yeah. there. Well, and, if, I, and if they're not into it, maybe they aren't a good fit anyway. I agree. And the accountability factor, too, that comes into place. I think that that is, to me, one of the biggest benefits. This person is committing to, usually, as you said in that initial consultation, you're talking about their goals. Yep. I mean, how often do you hear somebody whose goals can actually be achieved in a month, two months, maybe even three months? You know what I mean? More often than not, we're looking at this, the four, Long. five, six, a year because yeah. of the, the amount yeah. of change that these these individuals are trying to, to, to take advantage of. I think gym owners are, they're afraid to offer annual memberships sometimes because they don't believe in their own products. So they're, they're more opted to go, hey, well, let's just do this for three months. And like, it's easier to sell for them. Absolutely. Uh, I look at it a little bit more, a little deeper, more into the business side and like, hey, you know what? If I can grow these accounts receivable, because technically mm -hmm. that's what it is. And I look at the valuation of the business. Now, I will tell you, Rick also says that doesn't mean anything. But then you talk to other people, it does mean things. So for, for me, we look at the total contract value. Yes. And we look at the worth of the business and the health of the business and the, the projections and the cash flow strategies and things we have in place. And we can't do that unless we have agreements. Instead, mm -hmm. And I, we don't like to call them contracts because so that's like a negative connotation sure. to it. But like agreements, this is a 12-month agreement. And I know, hey, next month we're, we're, this is already set. And the month after that, it's already set. So we can forecast a lot better. Mm -hmm. But that really isn't the topic because the topic here is retention strategy. This ties into it, but this is just one piece of it. So how else can we keep your clients engaged and staying and not canceling the membership? Just to touch on that because it's yeah. kind of a, a perfect segue. I think the reason that it makes a lot more sense, especially at your facility versus the way that Rick has built his and the the direction he's going through yep. for with Alloy's franchise, it might make a lot more sense because you service any fitness solution. Let's say somebody starts with weight loss and they hit those goals at three, four months. That's fine. Now we have other 
we levels can, of service that they can move into as part of that agreement within that agreement and still see results throughout a year's time. Mm-hmm. You know, in a situation where Rick is ser- now servicing one particular client, he doesn't have that Ascension tra- style. Exactly. Yeah. So that might make a little bit more sense why he's rooted in a, a shorter term. Yeah. I mean, there's pros and cons. I would tell you our stance on it is offer the annual, try to sell the annual, and then, you know, if they want to go month to month, no problem. We have a little bit of an upsell. But other things you can do. But that was the the connection that I was going with that is having multiple offerings. Oh, gotcha. You know so I mean? that is, yeah. So perfect. Yes. As now, a retention now, strategy. Now so as a retention strategy, what, what Randy's uh, talking to is kind of what we call our ascension system within our private coaching program. If you offer team training, boot camp, large group classes, and it's a class based and everybody's in a group getting doing one thing, typically it's it's metabolic, metabolic conditioning and it's it's fat loss, high heart rate, you know, sweaty in a room, high fiving each other. That's great, but there comes comes a time where the, the client gets the result they want, and then they want to change their you know goal, and their the goal that they have might be to gain muscle or get like bulkier Don't or stronger. Do not say it. What tone. <laughs> uh, well, tone. So to get, you know, strength and in order to do that, everybody listening understands you have to do strength training and metabolic conditioning isn't necessarily strength training. So if you don't have that as an offering, you're probably going to lose that client exactly. or they get bored. Let's, let's talk about that too. If they're in the same classes and it seems to be the same thing over and over, they get bored. Um, you have to have the next thing. So having an ascension system, which we talked about mm-hmm. a couple podcasts ago, is a great retention strategy because then you have the next thing to get them there. Or vice versa. Hey, time's a little tough. I can't afford the the personal training. Okay, no problem. Let's drop you down to the team training for a couple months until you get back on your feet. And then so instead of canceling, you keep them there just on a lower level. Sure. Up or down. And a question we have comes up and set, people ask is if somebody's in annual agreement and they're in just say they're doing twice a week personal training and they want to go down to boot camp or team training, whatever you want to call it, your lower level, do you just uh, keep their expiration date the same and then just change the price? Uh, no, we don't do that. We, we allow people to move up or down in their membership. But, but basically when they do that, they start a brand new 12 month agreement and the old one's void. So they had six months left on this uh, agreement. No problem. You got a new 12 months starting today at the, at the lower rate. Um, the old one's gone. So that's just how we do it. Everybody's up to, you know, that's how we would coach you, but up uh, to you. And I like that too, because it allows, you know, it's not conflict. Anybody can drop down and stay on board. Mm-hmm. I mean, to the end user, it's just a new agreement. Yep, new but, agreement. But at least that month, they're going to see the the relief, if, they, if you may, right? You, it's not an all or nothing where they have to leave because they can't afford it. Right. Okay, so so that's uh, retention strategy is is having agreements and also having an ascension model. But what else? I mean, we've got a rewards program. It seems to be working pretty dang well. We installed it about 12 months ago. And, um, you know, we have a little over 100 people on that board now that, that are in the program, which is our kind of our rewards loyalty program. Mm-hmm. And we've, we've created levels. And, and, you know, this is all in the GPS, guys. If you're interested in the GPS... We have the rewards program in there. You can go to profitgps.net. You can you can buy that. We give you the strategy behind it, but we, essentially we've got this automated um, point tracking system that ties into our point of sale, um, their visits to the gym, their my zone, and it's a, pretty much a gamification of what they're doing already. But it's just giving them these little rewards along the way to keep them motivated. And mm-hmm. they die for points. They want points. And so if there's a thing we want them to do. 
we would rather offer them points than, than money sometimes. So like for our thing, our big push this year is we've talked about is net profit. net profit. We look at our credit card processing fees. We know that they're much less on ACH if we're doing a checking account. Hey, everybody, switch over 100 points, go to ACH. And we got this big mass movement of people that moved to ACH. So we're going to save a ton of money and they get the points. Yes. And it goes back to the whole people love that recognition. It's yeah. the T-shirt. It's the name on the board. It's yeah. not everybody is motivated by you know monetary goals and stuff. So it, in tying into the other stuff, you know, our next topic ties right into this as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so topic number two, I mean, before we, we kind of fall off of that. Sure. Retention community, mm -hmm. uh, happy hours, events, uh, holiday parties, recognition, just there's a ton of things that you can do to keep your clients happy. I mean, as, as he, Tim lays these out, the, the one, I know we, he mentioned they're in GPS, but these are, this is a huge portion of GPS as well. This is something that we don't talk about a lot because traditionally you know, new business is always top of the mind, but keeping the clients that are already spending money with you is the other half of the battle. Other than just servicing them in, in the actual results that they're achieving. This, mm -hmm. These are all of the things that you could be doing to keep the people happy. And those strategies in there, the charity events, the fun, you know, mixers, the all of that stuff, that stuff goes so far in the end user's mind. It means so much to individuals. So yep. all, yeah. All about retention. And just even on that, pairing, just go, again, running through the ideas of the things that we're doing uh, through our automation systems, touch points, 60, 90, 120 days out, you know, new member Surveys. Surveys, things like that. Other things, just, just sometimes asking the questions, you know, making sure that the clients that are walking through the doors every day, that you're acknowledging them, that you're yep. giving them the attention that they deserve, that they're not just another number. Oh, definitely. Definitely. So, yeah. So I think we hammered home retention. Having a strategy around it is absolute must top 20. Let's go into the next one. I guess it'd be number 17 on the list. A referral strategy, so not just retention, but referral strategy. A referral strategy is getting your your clients to then refer their friends and family to become members. So the best thing we've ever done in 10 years is giving the points away yeah. on the rewards program for referrals. Was it October, November? I think we ran those. Wasn't there like an additional bonus on their points? Oh, right. for September. For, yeah, first yeah. September. So we've gotten more referrals in the last 12 months than we have probably in the prior three years. So and like, previously, it was monetarily based, wasn't it? Exactly. So mm -hmm. we used to do a different... Okay, so here's here's how we used to do it. And you may do this too. Hey, Mrs. Johnson, you referred your friend. We're going to give you a free month mm -hmm. when they sign up or whatever, when they sign up as a membership. Uh, and that was great. So the, the referrer got the free month and the referee just was here. So that was the way we did it. Now, what we do is we give them 500 points so they can accelerate up the levels on our status board, right? So our levels board. Here's a great example. So, and I don't know if I've told the story on this podcast yet or before, but we had a client, Fiona, great client, one of our best clients. She, she did move to Texas uh, to be closer to family, but she referred somebody to us in December. Okay. It was, in fact, it was her boss. And Fiona was on our highest plan. It was like $4.99 a month. So she referred her, her boss, her boss joined in December and in January, Fiona was going to get a free month. So $500. So she was stoked, new clients happy. Then we, re we rolled out the uh, rewards program and we said, for everybody that refers anybody in January on, we're going to give you 500 points. She goes, hey, wait a minute. 
how come I didn't get the points? I go, you refer to somebody in December if we just started this in January, no problem. She goes, hey, can you go ahead and bill up, can you bill me for January the $500 so that I can get the 500 points instead? Yes, you can, yeah, Fiona. I will and, absolutely make that exchange. Yep. So, so immediately it came really clear to me that our clients were not monetarily motivated, motivated but sure. status motivated. She was the first one from to move from bronze to silver. And it was like, she was happy. I could take it one step further. The the holiday party, mm-hmm. right? We did a charity casino night. So all of the winnings went back to prizes, right? That they could they could turn in chips towards like a, kind of like a raffle. Raffle, yeah. And then that money went to the chair to charity. Right. All of those individuals were walking around talking about wanting to turn in the coin, the chips for points. Points instead. Points. Can I get these in? Yeah. Can I just put these towards my points? So we made it such a big deal that that also drives referrals for us. So any given month, we'll get between five and eight referrals. Now, the reason that is, is because every time they log into their perk fill, it pops up, refer a friend, $500, get an email, refer a friend, 500 points. Hey, Tim Lance here. And I just want to give a quick shout out to everyone out there surviving the day-to-day chaos of the fitness business. You know, you're showing up every day and you got people counting on you. I know it's not easy, but you're doing it. So keep on going. But listen, if you feel like it's getting to be too much and you wanted to get some support so you can get out of the struggle and get into real growth, then I highly recommend that you check out our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Go check it out, sign up, and let's get you on track for some easy wins and get back to growth mode. All right, once again, the link is winninggym.com slash grow. And now back to the show. It's top of mind, top of mind. And they walk past that board every single day. They see where they're at in the pack and they want to get in front. Very competitive in here. Very competitive about the points. Oh, yeah. Uh, And so that's what's driving our referral. Now, if you don't have that, no problem. There's other things you can do. You should have some kind of standardized thing that everybody knows about. When you refer somebody, you get this. And the other thing is, you got to ask. You got to yes, ask for yes, referrals. Yes. A lot of people are afraid to ask. Now, I've heard this kind of, it's a little bit of an old school strategy to ask for referrals at this point of sale. And the thought process behind that is like, hey, these guys are the most excited they're ever going to be in your gym. They're signing up for a new membership. Go ahead and get some names of friends and family that they can refer. And I think that's a horrible friggin' idea. Yeah. So it immediately goes away from about them. And now it's like, how can I monetize how, you? Yeah, how can I make this about the business? Versus how do I help you get your results? And, you know, old school guys and girls that are doing this in the old gyms and they still do it. You mm-hmm. know, they still do it in these big box gyms. I think it's garbage. Um, I wouldn't do it. Um, so that's, that's a quick way to make the person that's sitting in front of you. Feel worthless. Go, yeah, exactly. Go from a 10 in excitement to, wow, I'm just a number. Yeah. But it's okay to ask for referrals after you get some results. Maybe yeah. they're really happy, like they did their in-body. Hey, you know what? This is awesome. Hey, no, you know, it'd be awesome to have some more people like you. We love training you. Do you have any friends or family you think that would, would benefit from the same things that you're doing? And that that's a good time. And this, you know, the referral strategy, referral is the obvious part. Everybody has referrals happening. Everybody knows referrals are and should be taking place in their business. A lot of gym owners that I get on the phone with and I ask, what are they doing for growing their their business? They, The one thing that they lead with is referrals. Strategy is the part that gets missed. Referrals are taking place. And again, you could have referrals into your business without a strategy in place. Build the strategy. Build in, like Tim said, have a hard, 
understanding of what the client gets when they when they refer somebody, maybe there's an incentive for that referee, you know, the person that's coming on board also. But you have to build a strategy because just typically having referrals as part of your business is not a, a strategy for growth. Correct. Yeah, it's not scalable either. Exactly. It's not predictable, yeah. scalable, anything like that. So when you make it a, a strategy, now you can actually kind of understand when it's going to take effect, like like yeah. you did, certain months, again, adding more points and making that more valuable so that the habit of the individuals yep. Yep. changes that month. That becomes a strategy. You can expect more referrals those months than just the Correct. staple. Correct. Yeah. You can scale it up and down. So. Mm -hmm. There you go. You got to have a referral strategy. So take what we have, do your own, but make sure you got something in place and make sure your clients know about it because if nobody knows about it, it's pointless. Mm -hmm. All right, let's 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 keep on moving. Keep on keeping on. All right, so we're going to flip the script a little bit and we're going to take it away from the business and we're going to go into the person, the gym owner. Maybe you're a trainer. This could be you. You have to have personal growth involved in your day-to-day. Absolutely. Day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month, whatever it is, quarter-to-quarter. And that means education. It means reading books. It means taking webinars to grow. It's go to seminars. Mm-hmm. That's that's needs to be there. If you're not growing, you're what? Dying. Boom. Growth or decay. And you're big on this. So Huge. Dive in on personal growth and how it could fit into the business owner's world. At the end of the day, I mean, you're a product of the, the, the influence, your external stimuli, your internal stimuli, the, the stories you're telling yourself. It's really difficult to live in a world, to live in this world right now and, and feel like you've got a path, like there's opportunity that we're moving forward. I mean, we're inundated with horrible news and media. <laughs> Social media is probably the worst of it all. So if like, you're not doing something intentionally mm -hmm. to set yourself away from that, some positivity, but even then take it one step further and, and, and be hungry for growth. I truly believe that the, there's nothing stagnant in life, right? The cost to operate our businesses, it continues to grow. Oh, yeah. And so if you're not finding ways and intentionally setting a game plan for moving the needle forward in your personal life, as well as your business mm -hmm. and setting it under, like you have to script this, you have to understand what are your, what are you influencing yourself with? Are you looking for growth? Are you seeking? It, it comes back to intention. Are you just going through the motions and letting your business run you? Or mm -hmm. are you doing the things that it takes in order to move the needle forward? Yep. You're the capstone of your organization. Your time is the most valuable of everybody's in your organization. Yep. I mean, yep. everybody within your organization is going to emulate and take and follow your lead. So you being the at the, the helm of your ship, you should have a game plan around growth. Podcasts, ebooks, audiobooks. And utilizing your time, you know, you, Tim and I are big believers in, in podcasts and audiobooks while working out, while doing other tasks, multitasking so that we're taking information in as yes. we're doing other tasks so that we're, we're getting the best of both worlds. Yeah. yeah, it's funny. I Back in the day, I was a music guy all the time yeah. in the gym, and that's what motivated me to the beats, the heavy metal, whatever it was. And now it's more podcasts. Mm -hmm. A really weird kind of transition. But I find value in listening to podcasts. Maybe you're listening in the gym right now while you're working out. You're doing two things at once. So you're actually being very efficient with your time. And hopefully you're getting a great workout too. I mean, that's the obvious point of going to work out is to get a great workout. But yeah, I get it multiple ways. So in the truck, right? Mm -hmm. In the gym, it's on a plane. I'm listening yep. to all kinds of stuff. So yeah, got to have personal growth. And Set some goals. We talked about that in an early, probably the first one of the year, talking about setting goals, financial or time time freedom goals. 
But health goals are just as important. You know, one of the toughest things is open a gym and you don't end up working out at all because you're so busy. So now you become the fat trainer, the fat gym owner and stuff. I've gained plenty of weight up and down and I was at my heaviest probably not even a month ago. It was 272 pounds. It's like I wasn't even, I've never been that heavy. Sure. But buckled up down 256 again real quick, but it's like it gets away from you if you don't focus on it. And that's what I wasn't doing. I was focused on the damn business. On the so other much. stuff in yeah. front of you. Sure. And it comes down to have understanding like life is pillars. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got our family and our, our relationships. We've got our spirituality. We've got finances and our business. We've got growth as a as an individual. All of the, it's life is a juggle constantly. And mm-hmm. it's figuring out, it's never going to be everything is a 10. No. But it's no. about consistency. It's about making sure you're not taking time and attention and and neglecting any specific area your mind and personal growth your mind is a muscle just like your your body we live in the physical realm where it's really easy for us to kind of yeah i'm sure you you had a really quick realization when you're like this is not the shape i want to be in or, or the direction i'm going so that was an easy understanding when was the last time we did this with our minds and even exercising your mind understanding that the neural connections and and coming the problem solving and all of that happens as a product of repetition, of understanding, of uh, problem solving comes from gathering information and being able to think outside the box. And mm-hmm. you you can exercise that muscle just like you exercise your body and you can become more effective yes. in situations because you're utilizing that tool, your mind. Right. Personal growth brings that in. We're, we're both big believers and a little bit, we don't read a ton of like the rah-rah type stuff, mm-hmm. you know, as much. We're, we're very tactical and we like action, actionable things. So forcing your day, structuring your day. A lot of successful individuals leave footprints. And, and the, the idea here is that we're building businesses for the life and the lifestyle you're trying to create. Emulate from those that went before you. Successful individuals make this a non-negotiable as part of their daily basis. I highly suggest you do too. Yeah, the blocking, the blocking, schedule mm-hmm. blocking. Yeah, I think it's a great thing to do, schedule blocking. So, okay, cool. Personal growth, education, big time for 2020. All right, next one up. Hire a coach or a mentor or join a mastermind. I can't tell you enough about this one right here. The biggest growth trajectory kind of changes in both the businesses have always come from being in masterminds, being uh, hiring a coach or a mentor to hold my hand and bring me through the way that I need to go. The big thing I would tell you is they're all three different. Okay. So a coach is, just think about a coaching program. Okay. It's very structured. You got eight weeks, 12 weeks, 10 weeks. That's what we do here. We have, we have a coaching program. I would call you, I would call us a coach more than a mentor. I've had mentors. In fact, Rick Mayo is by definition, my mentor was my mentor, still is. Uh, But uh, when it comes to coaching, it's a coaching for a particular thing. Is it to systematize your business to step out of it? Well, great. That's what we do. Mm -hmm. We get you systems built. We get your, your employees dialed in. We get your sales process, marketing process, automation process locked and loaded. That's a coaching program. A mentor might be somebody that's not maybe not being paid sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like I never paid Rick, but you know, I call him. I we shoot ideas off of each other, and I have other friends like Al, and you know, I yeah. talked to Al oh, yeah. yesterday. So like those kind of are mentor, and then the mastermind is a group of individuals. And if you think about the definition of a mastermind, it's it's the combination of multiple minds. 
Hey guys, as you know, at Built to Grow, we're all about systems and scalability. And that's why I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Semi-Private Pro. Several years ago, I was in our gym looking around and I noticed our coaches were staring at their clipboards, struggling to stay one step ahead of the clients. And I thought, gosh, there has to be a better way. So I tasked Zach, our fitness director, and I said, dude, we got to find a software that would enhance our clients' training experience and increase our coaches' levels of engagement. See, we're all about client experience here. After countless demos, we realized there was literally nothing designed for our training model. So we set on a mission and I said, look, we got to create an app that is designed specifically for semi-private training. And I can tell you guys this firsthand, this is taking our training to new heights and I'm confident it can do the same thing for you. See, with Semi-Private Pro, you can streamline your training system, enhance client engagement and scale like never before without spending hours on programming. To learn more about how you can get started with Semi-Private Pro, head on over to special link here, semiprivatepro.com slash BTG, that's built to grow. So just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro.com slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself. Yeah. Is now one thing called the mastermind. And we're hosting our Iron Circle event. That's our mastermind here on February 5th, just before the automation workshop. And we're going to do this. We're going to get in the front of the room. Everybody's going to have a chance to get up and talk, talk about their business, talk about where they're struggling, what they're doing well, how to share. And then they're going to get feedback. And then it's up to them to take action. Yeah, there's one I would just elaborate or just kind of the way that I think of it, right? Like a coach is going to deliver a specific result. Like you're hiring for a very clear understanding of what you're trying to take out of that specific experience. Got it. Mentor would be a similar idea, usually just somebody who takes you under their wing or provides insight. And knowledge. But usually, like you said, kind of not not a formal agreement in place, just somebody... You know, we all have those people like you sit down and they're willing to give you every bit of their information that they have. Yep. That's great. And utilize those people and listen. Shut up and listen. Um, and then a mastermind is crowdsourcing. So you know that you want to grow, but you might not have a specific result you're looking to achieve in a specific area. Crowdsourcing growth as a whole, you know, yes. that could change weekly or monthly, right? What you're working on, what you need to accomplish next. So having the culmination of a number of minds really solidifies kind of the broad array of what you're trying to achieve. Absolutely. And yes, those are the specific points in my businesses that grew. That's how we grew was mm-hmm. because we were in a coaching program or a mastermind or had a mentor to lean on. If you don't have one, okay, if you don't have any of those things, the three things, I would highly suggest you look at them. And there's some garbage out there, guys. I'm not going to lie. There is some garbage and you got to be careful. A lot of people are going to tell you one thing and it's going to end up hurting you in the long run. And and the best thing I would tell you is just research as best you can. Ask for other people that have worked with those particular coaches or in those masterminds. I don't want to see you guys get hurt. Now, I'm not saying that we're the best fit for everybody listening, but I would tell you there's a bad fit for a lot of you guys sure. out there. And and I get, you know, I, I've unfortunately we hear it all the time. There's seems like there's more and more people posting about bad coaches, mentors, and things that get screwed on it's, than it's, ever. It's true. Well, I mean, if you look at social media and you kind of look at that whole environment, I mean, I think that the coaching realm is very closely tied to the digital marketing realm. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a natural progression in that digital marketing realm that once you see, I want to say a level of success, but once you essentially have the course underneath your belt, you turn around and you start teaching other people how to go create money. It just seems that way. But you have to be very careful the barrier for entry to be a coach, open a mastermind, or mentor somebody is there is no official 
like yeah. degree. So vet the people that you're looking to work with. If somebody is saying something that sounds too good to be true, sometimes it is. You know what I'm seeing right now, which is interesting, is I see, especially fitness marketers, they'll they'll be doing fitness marketing for gyms, and now all of a sudden they're an agency oh, coach, they all, every, coach, coach. They're coaching other people to get leads for other gyms. It's very strange that, that they would do that. I can think of a number of our, either our past clients or mm-hmm. people that we've worked maybe uh, let's consider ourselves more of a mentor like they've been following our stuff they've been contributing to some of our stuff our marketing group on facebook especially and then all of a sudden we turn around and they've got their own coaching they're, they're teaching other people to create a fitness agency yeah around lead generation it just seems i don't know a dime I, a dozen nowadays though yeah it's tough guys so be careful that i know you know what I, I heard about this group i don't know you know the name of it is but it's uh it's they they coin themselves as the yelp the Yelp for the fitness industry gurus. So like you, oh, would, really? you would go in there as a gym owner and you would ask about a particular person or coaching program or product or course. And then people would respond if they have had a good experience or a bad experience. Very interesting. I think that's probably a very good thing to see. Uh, yeah. Maybe because it sounds like the guy that started it got really burned. burned. And so he's like, you know what? I don't want this to happen to anybody else. So they created that. I don't know. I heard about it and I saw the thing. Somebody posted about it, but I wouldn't be allowed in there anyway because they won't let you. Like if you're a <laughs> well, conflict of interest. Yeah, it's fine. I'm not worried about it. I'm not. Worried. You know what? I don't know. Should I talk about this? The DM that I got the other day. The, I mean, yeah. Without, I mean, we don't need to throw anyone under the bus, but we need. It brings up a good. Okay. A, you know, a good point. Yeah. <laughs> so I got a a DM, which was a screenshot from somebody that I know, uh, sent me that said um, something along the lines of. Yeah, I work with Tim and he screwed me over for eight thousand yeah. dollars and um, you know, he left me hanging out the dry. And the guy that sent it to me uh responded back to the person that sent it to him, said, You know what, guys, Tim is th- you've got the wrong guy. Tim's got extreme integrity. You, you there must be a mistake. Sure. This guy said, No, it's Tim. Okay, cool. So he sends me that message. I go to you, Randy. Yeah, I go to Kelly. Right and away. I was like, Who's this person? Like the, he gave me the name, yep. right? And we looked at our database, we looked at our Facebook group, we looked at our any payments to us, accounts receivable, nothing was coming up with this guy's name. Mm-hmm. So I wrote back the guy and I was well, like, hey. Well, just to be 100% transparent, one, we never, right off the bat, we didn't think that we had worked with him. No, I know. Then we we vetted not only his name, his email, the business name, like we we did due diligence to ensure that there was no... Con- no formal connection to this at whatsoever. Correct. So it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't just like some assumption like, oh no, yeah, we probably didn't work with him. Yeah. And then I, so I, I messaged the guy back that sent it to me. It's like, man, we've never worked with this guy. I, I don't think, I don't know who he is, but he's got the wrong guy. Yep. So he went back to the person that sent it to him, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, it was not us. It was a guy with a name T, but it wasn't us. And yeah, he got burned by this other guy apparently thought it was us, you know, the fact that he doesn't know who he paid makes me wonder how legitimate the complaint, the complaint was. was sure. But the fact that I got a message from somebody that I don't really talk to all that often, I mean, maybe like a like or a share on sure. some of his stuff. He said, this has to be wrong. Tim Lyons is not that going to do that. His integrity is high. And I think we stand on that. And that goes a long way because this little industry that we're talking about is really small. And mm-hmm. I got these Yelp pages. Like, I'm not here. We're too small in general. Like, our businesses, our gyms are too small to screw people over. So don't screw people over, period. Yeah, bottom line. <laughs> D- don't, don't, don't screw people over, bottom line. Okay, so hopefully you've, you that comes home. 
this is number 19 out of 20, but you know, it's, it's should be as high as any of the other ones. Yeah. Hiring a coach, getting in a mastermind or finding a mentor that's going to help hold your hand, answer the questions that's been there and done that and is still doing it. It would be my criteria. Are, have you done what I want to do? Are you currently doing it? And can you help me do it? And if, if the answer is yes, and you, you feel like they've got good business integrity, then that's probably your person. So integrity is a big one. I and mean, that's a huge oh. one with me, but that's something that in the coaching realm, we live in a world of social media. You'll know real fast whether or not a coach is, you know, on Scumbag. the moral upright or, or not. Just it's tough. Just look around. That's tough. Okay. Last one for 2020, the top 20 must haves for growth. You must have a tax strategy. Yes. Unbelievable. You've done all the right things. You've made money. Keep the money that you've earned and don't give it away to the damn IRS. Yeah. Okay. You know, the IRS is there to take money. They're not there to give you breaks. If you don't know your own, you don't know your legal breaks. They're not going to tell you what they are. Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking about TurboTax asking if you, what your mortgage interest was. I'm talking about Using Shauna in the tax strategy, so the tax goddess, we had her on probably five podcasts ago, six, seven yeah, podcasts ago. That, yeah. Having somebody like her, if not her, I mean, she's she's available for hire, by the way, to get your damn taxes down to the bare minimum of what, what you're legally responsible for. I've always said this. I said, I will pay my taxes exactly what I owe, but not a penny more, and I won't feel good about it. But there's been years in the past before I found her, I overpaid taxes and I had had all these potential deductions I didn't know about. And the CPA I was working with didn't care because they're just there to input the data yep. and move on to the next guy. So go back and listen into the tax goddess, Shauna. That thing's a huge, I mean, tax strategy is not something you learn in a book or school or in business world. You have to seek this out. And having somebody like that, I mean, gosh, I mean, that's that's your golden ticket. I would go one step further and say, don't try to figure it out. Like, do no. not, don't, one, don't worry about these tax laws. Find somebody who this is what they do, like Ashana. Like, you got 14 other options, or she's one of 15. In the world. Or in the U.S. <laughs> in, the US. in the U.S., yeah. So, yeah, one, just just go to her. Was it, is it the tax goddess or tax goddess? The f either one, the tax goddess. Well, we have the, the link, too. I'll put, it, I'll put it in the show notes. So it's either pfmarketingsolutions.com slash tax goddess or the tax goddess. Oh, but man. check yeah. the show notes. I'll By the time this comes out, I'll have it accurate. Good point. The link is there. but uh, The book a call, yeah. Well, hell, I'll make them both that way. So I'll throw both in there. Yeah. Look forward to the same place. So, so pfmarketingsolutions.com slash tax goddess or the tax goddess. Either one's going to go. Yeah, to I'll, I'll make it work. But my reason being, it's her job. She enjoys... Not only just does this, but she enjoys understanding the new tax laws that are coming out and, and how the government is incentivizing businesses to utilize these and ultimately the benefit that it's going to have yeah. for you. Yeah. Allow her to do that for you. Like, like Tim was mentioning, the CPA's job is to enter the information. They're not out there trying to decipher what you told or what you do, where you qualify for what incentives. This is what Shauna does. So layer your you know, your tax strategy with a, a tax strategist mm -hmm. in, in the mix and then really utilize or really benefit from the, the, these are incentives the federal government is writing for businesses to take advantage of. Yep. This is not skating law. This is not sneaking and getting away with something and not, not pulling your weight and doing your fair share. Yep. This is literally utilizing the benefit the government is putting in place yep. for you. It is, in my opinion, it's ignorant to not. 
I'll put it to you this way, and this is why I decided to use her. I mean, well, there's a million reasons why, but this was what made it the easiest. She said, Tim, based on this, you're going to owe $35,000. Pay me 10 and you can keep the 25 for yourself. Okay, deal. Like, I'm going to have to pay the money, so pay her the 10 or whatever it was at the time, and I can keep the breast for myself. Thanks. Legally? Yeah. Legally? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, anyways, when you get to a point where you want, you're actually making some good cash and you've got some cash flow and you're making profit every month or you're making profit quarter after quarter, you need to have this tax strategy or it goes, it goes away. As soon as you start making money, it go, it's gone. It's gone to the IRS. So dive in deep with that, guys. These are the top 20. We, we spent a lot of time writing this list, how to you know group them into what episode in the, you know, the part one through four. Hopefully you guys got some value. I mean, I know going through this, this, has to be a value. It has to be. There's no way that you're listening to this and you're not like, oh my gosh. If I you're if you're this. in business to, to be profitable and run a business and this isn't a hobby for you, this list is is essentially how to be successful in 2020. Yeah, absolutely. Just, just do this. If you do nothing else but write this list and start attacking each one of them and you have all of this at the end of the year, you're going to have you a year of massive growth. Massive growth. Okay. Well, guys, that's it for this episode. Hopefully you enjoyed the four-part series. It's the first time we've done a four-part series. We used 20 for the 2020. I think it worked well. Give us a nice little review, a little five-star if you don't mind. Well, hell, I can't tell you to do us a five-star, but just, <laughs> if you think it's a five-star, do that. If not, then don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, anyways, but hopefully you got value. And uh, if you want to book a call, pfmarketingsolutions.com slash call until next, next episode. Time. Next, next time, we'll keep changing lives. We'll see you on the next show. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Built to Grow podcast. And if you're not subscribed already, be sure to do that right now by clicking the subscribe button on Apple iTunes. And if you enjoy this episode, we'd love it if you do us a quick favor, rate and review the podcast. See, this lets the platform know that we're doing something right and people like the content. It would be a huge help and we'd be extremely grateful. And if you're interested in growing your fitness business as well, go ahead and head on over to timlyonsbook.com and pick up a free copy of my book, Built to Grow. Until next time, keep building something great.